Packages by Expedia. You were made to be rechargeable. We were made to package flights, hotels, and hammocks for less. Expedia. Made to travel. water, a dash of milk, a fuck ton of coffee, and one apple juice a month. That's all I need. There you go, Eddie. <laughs> oh, this is the brighter side. This is the brighter side. That's that's right. That is why we're all together. <laughs> How is everyone doing? Uh, we got Amber, me, and Eddie here. We're all chilling, and we're going to talk to you about some more evil emotions. Hell yeah. Loneliness. We're going to talk to you about ang- being anxious, anxiousness, rage, and helplessness. Oh, all the I don't fun even know ones. if these are emotions, but they're just like states of being. Yeah, uncomfortable states of being. And I think it's important to sit in it for a second. Like, mm-hmm. here's an example. I was in an eight-year-long relationship, and I think about a year ago, soon, somewhere around this month, I left him. Yeah. And I've been th- feeling very weird about it. And, like, we'll talk about more, like, with the emotions later. But, yeah. Um, a lot of people, they just want to go dive right into the next relationship. And uh, it turns, it always just turns out bad again. No, it's never, I mean, you might get lucky, yeah. you know, but for the most part, it's probably not a good idea just because you're so emotionally fragile. Yeah, I need a little space and time to myself and like mm-hmm. take care of myself. It's hard. I've known people have gotten divorced and like immediately got with the next person they marry, oh which God. is wow. like so insane. That's crazy. But you know. If it works. If it works, it works. If it works, it works. Every person is different. That's for sure. I mean, it is uncomfortable. I do find myself itching in my skin sometimes and being like helpless and lonely and anxious and all of these things and being mm-hmm. like, am I going to be 80 and like dying alone? Do I want to have kids? Like, I got to figure that out because mm-hmm. my eggs are plopping out of me like a spring goose is about to go die. One a month. One a month. One egg. How many eggs out. do you have? I think it's it's a finite amount. I don't know. Yeah. 20? No. No, it's definitely more than 20. Yeah. Yeah, 20 is about a year and a couple months. Okay. Yeah, so you got more than 20. I would say you probably got, if I were to guess how many eggs are in Amber Nelson, (laughs) I would go with 342. Thank you. That's a lot of eggs. I mean, mean, half of them, you know, you don't want to use. Oh, no, they're definitely going to come out like... Bad people. Sometimes I'll have a menstrual cycle and it'll hurt really bad. I'm like, oh, this would have been an evil person. Yeah, this is a little Hitler. <laughs> this is bad. I wonder if you could eat a woman's eggs like caviar. I'm sure. I'm sure you could do anything if you try hard enough. Uh, hey, how's everyone doing out there? Uh, this is the brighter side of cynics look at optimism. Uh, I, I, Amber, checking in. How you do? I'm doing What's going good. on? I um I got I asked a guy like I was like I want to sleep with you and he said I can't I have uh, I'm saving up energy for Comic Con tomorrow <laughs> so I got denied I and mean it's hard it's hard work it's hard you got to stand up and be a nerd mm-hmm. but then I asked online I read some responses because it's hilarious I said that and I was like what's your rejection story and boy oh boy is there some <laughs> oh man 
What's See, you think we don't read these things, but we usually do. We read them. Uh, a guy canceled our date last minute so he could see his friend's improv graduation show. Oh, well, that's not that bad. He's a loyal friend. That's good. Yeah, you're right. And if it's a first date, you know, he don't know you. Yeah. You got to support the arts. <laughs> One of them was, listen, you're good, but I'm looking for great. It's like Kobe beef and you're a prime rib. Prime rib is awesome when you're having it. But even when you have it, you'd still be thinking about Kobe beef and you're just not it. Kobe beef is expensive. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. He wants an expensive girl. Well, yeah. he's hopefully he has a good job. <laughs> I tried flirting with a girl in Prague who had limited English and she put her hand on my chest and sweetly said, I am not attracted to heavy men. <laughs> <laughs> That's our boy, Zach Amico, right? That's our boy. Yeah. I read about that. <laughs> Oh, there was a really fun one. I'll put my phone down so I'm not staring at it. But it was um, this girl. He asked a girl to dance. And she's like, sure, I'm just going to go to the bathroom real quick. And she never came back. And it's oh. been 31 years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor guy. That's all right. I mean, man, so what is the time that I got uh, something like that? Rejected. I mean, I mean, I've been rejected. There's no question about that. It's like totally just misread people sometimes. You yeah. Know? Always, always immediately apologize. He's like, well, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. I'll go home. <laughs> <laughs> Has she ever been like a lesbian? She's like, now I like women. Uh, that happened to me. I, I was uh, one of my best friends. I, I like fell for her. And then she's like, I'm, I'm gay. You oh. need to not do that. But, but that was also, I was also very young. I was probably like 20 or 22 or something like that. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was a baby. I didn't know what I was thinking. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, that, it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I wouldn't have said all that. <laughs> you like wrote a poem or something and she's like, Ed, I got to tell you something. No, shush. I'm reading my poem about you. <laughs> I hate dicks, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I throw up when I see them. I have a real sad one. What's that? Um, one time I went on a date. This was a couple years ago in New Jersey. I uh, went on a date with a guy I met on Tinder um, to uh, Barnes & Noble. He texts me and he's like, can my friend come along? Which is a red flag. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, sure. So I go, I meet him in the little Barnes & Noble cafe. Um, and then he kind of gives me a weird look. His friend is there. And I said... I got a little nervous and weird. So I was like, you know what? But he was good looking. I liked him. And I'm like, I'm going to go use the restroom. So I go to the user. I go to use the restroom. I come back and I overhear them through like, I was like one bookshelf over talking about me and laughing at, like laughing oh, at me. What? Yeah. Yeah. Just it was like a movie. It was, it was being straight evil. Oh my God. Yeah. And then they ran away. I saw them peel out of the parking lot. Yeah, it was just a weird... Holy yeah. shit. Did but you ever talk to him or see him again? I did see him uh, right before I moved here. I saw him sitting at the cafe, and I was really tempted to just like go and like accidentally spill my coffee onto his laptop. Ha! Oh, but then they have the story about how you're a piece of but shit. But yeah, so I didn't give him... I took the high road, but... You gotta take it, the high road. If we weren't so funny, it would be really sad. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like an after-school special or something. I, it was like so... Oh, Jeez, <laughs> I was I was using the bathroom one time after a show, and the door was closed. I was in the stall, and these two girls come in, and they're talking about me and my act. Oh no! And they're like, "What do you think of that brunette girl?" And they're like, "Um, I don't know. I like political humor. She was a little raunchy for me, and like just kind of talked about how I was like." So too- you kick the stall open. <laughs> just kick it. I was like, "What's up, bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, oh. my uh, brother 
uh, saw a show and he said that these two girls were in the back and they're like, I hate her. I hate her so much. I hate her. And I was like, did they leave? And like, no, they just stood there the whole time, like intently watching you. And they said they hated you so much. That means they liked it. Yeah. That means they liked it. That means that's the thing. People don't realize like if you get, if they make you feel, it's like the movie Mother. Everyone thinks they hate it, but if you're talking about it for two years, maybe it was good. Yeah, maybe exactly. you liked it. <laughs> maybe you want to eat a baby. <laughs> Spoilers. The worst part, I'd say the worst thing is boring people. And oh, my yeah. sister-in-law is a Trump supporter, and she went to a rally and came back, and I was like, how was it? She said she was bored. And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, if you'd be bored at a Trump rally, it seems like it'd be exciting. Yeah, are there fireworks or something? Yeah, screaming people. There's bald eagles everywhere. Kid cool. Rock's there? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so here's just quick. No, I don't want to derail the show, mm-hmm. but you know about him being racist all week. Yeah. Don't you think it's a little convenient that these racist tweets come out like right after the Jeffrey Epstein stuff comes out. Don't you think he did it on purpose so everyone stopped talking about Epstein and his relationship oh, for like, two seconds and just started talking about how he's racist? He's like, I don't care. The people who think I'm racist aren't going to vote for me anyway. And then everyone else who doesn't think I'm racist are racist and like me. Yeah. You know, so he's just like throughout the... Uh, that's my personal theory. I feel like we're going to find... We need to not... All right, it's so I was funny. I did it this week too. Yeah, because I get so mad yeah, about I, how he's such a piece of shit and he's a racist fucking asshole and you, you, you angry tweet. I a victim of it myself. I did it this week. Yeah, and then I realized like after I did it, I was just playing into his fucking hand because yeah. it's all, we need the racism thing isn't going to stop this man. We need to concentrate on the kid fucking. He, yeah, he's he, like, he, I'm not a pedophile. Don't worry, I'm just a, a racist. He's a master manipulator. He's like, like the little finger, yeah, uh, or chicken finger, I guess, <laughs> more accurately. Yeah, he's just great at manipulating people's emotions and just he's like, yeah, he's like deflect. What do they call it? Deflector? Deflecting. I mean, Deflector. that's why he got elected. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not a ding dong dum dum. He knows right. what he's doing. Like with crowds and talking to people. I think he secretly wants to be a stand up because he keeps doing rallies. Yeah. He does like bits for people. He does no, bits. Definitely, I know he has names for people and shit. Yeah, yeah, Pocahontas and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Sleepy Joe. That one's kind of funny. <laughs> 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 All right. Enough about the fucker. Um, positive for you, Amber. You're talking about your show and people talking shit. I was talking to um, Madison Sinclair well, randomly. I love her. She's sweetheart. She messaged me a long message about how much she loves you. I'm going to read it. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Amber. I love finding new female comics. Uh, I love, I love because I usually, because uh, I usually love as a dude. Everyone I usually love is a dude, and I can't wait to see her blow up. She did a show. A building. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she did a show I had in Cabo once. At Cabo Wabo once. The whole show was a total disaster. I just. I had a suggestion sombrero and the and Mark the Shark misspelled of all the suggestions and no one knew what it was supposed to say. Everyone bombed, but she still killed somehow. LOL. I was like, fuck yeah. I remember that show because it was a child's birthday party, this little girl birthday party, and this comic gets up there and she's like, fuck it, I'm going to talk about masturbating with a shower head. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, no, and like screamed and ran away. It's <laughs> like, there's a time and a place, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Not at a little girl's birthday party. Talking about masturbating with showerhead and coming in your shower. Yeah, it is the perfect place to do it. <laughs> oh yeah, easy cleanup. Yeah. Well, I think you meant telling the joke in a perfect place. No, 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 no. The joke was wrong. Joke is wrong. The thought behind it is 
Probably right. Masturbating in the bathroom. I did it um, at the end of my relationship, and I talked to people, and they were like, oh, yeah, that's how every relationship ends, just people masturbating alone in the bathroom. Really? Yeah, I think so. Oh. That sounds about right. I always thought, like, a a glass of brandy thrown into a fireplace. Oh, like some gone with a wind (laughs) shit? like sophisticated relationships. No, I'm just over here squirting by myself with the door closed, just being like, oh, I got to poo. I had, oh, I had a big dinner. <laughs> coming along. How was your weekend? Your family was in town. Your parents came to visit. Yeah, my parents came for the first time. For the uh, first time in L.A.? In, in California. Oh, wow. Did yeah. they like it? They loved it. They loved it. I'm trying to like woo them out here. Oh. Do you have any brothers to, and sisters? To, oh, yeah, I, well, sister. I have one sister. She lives in Jersey. Yeah. Do Teacher. you think they would leave? No, 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 no. They. I have so many. All my family's in Jersey, and it's just... You know, it's like one against 150. So I don't think they're, I mean, they, you know, I think they would eventually maybe, but I need to be able to afford a, like a one bedroom yeah, before before I can have like my family. Jersey's got better food too. They do have a lot, but we ate a lot of food though. We, surprisingly. Food out here, it's good. It's taco trucks are good. Mexican's good. Mm Yes, sushi's Sushi's good. good. Thai food's right on the money. Thai food's on point. rocks. But Italian food. Chinese food's better up back east. It is. Chinese food's better. Pizza's better. I had a bagel the other day over here. Why do I keep ordering bagels on the West Coast? I got a bagel too. I'm such a fucking dum-dum. I'm a dum-dum. I'm fucking, I got stupid brain. They don't put the butter or the cream cheese on the bagel out here. Oh, I hate that. That's an insult. It's an insult. I got a bagel. With whitefish salad. And right. I said, whitefish, lettuce, onion. Lunchtime, I threw some lettuce on it. Okay? That sounds great. It's a good sandwich. They said, tomato. I said, no tomato. What's on the sandwich? No onion and a tomato. Those <laughs> cocksuckers. And you, 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 to make it worse, they don't wrap it up like in deli paper or anything like that, like a no. normal human being does. They just put it open face in a weird container with three olives and a pickle bouncing around with it. That's not bad. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. What are you doing? Are you big? I don't want a pickle touching my bagel. No, you got pickle juice. What the fuck do you think this is? No. You Ugh. idiots. God. Animals. But it is the better of the bad bagels in LA. I will still give this place a suggestion. Mm. California Eatery. Get the pickles away from the bagels and I might come back. I had one place put the hummus on top of the bagel. They, hum- like on top? Like they didn't slice the bagel. They put it on top of the bagel. Where was this? This was in some bullshit Silver Lake Did they place. know it was a bagel? Yeah. They put <laughs> it on top. Were they just too lazy to cut the bagel? I don't know. I, I don't. I was like mind blown. Want to hear a horror story? One time I asked for, I paid $8 for this bagel and it was. Cunts. was lox. Yeah. Would you figure it's $8? No, it was, I open it. There's nothing on the bagel, but there's a little tub of lox bread. But it did not say like cream cheese. Yeah. It did not say like flavored. Yeah. Did not say that. And I paid eight dollars for that. Get Man. the fuck out. And it was out. a place in Echo Park. Man, I forget the name of it. But. If I'm paying eight dollars for a bagel, or I paid four dollars for this bagel with butter, put the butter or the or the toppings in the bagel for me. Yeah. I want the butter all like creamy and moistened and like settled into the hot bread. I don't want to have to spread this cold butter or like this cream cheese thing. Right. It's it's awful. He's, I don't know. The, the, we're not good at like uh, East Coast has better like Italian food, uh, better like 
Greek food. Mm. You know, here oh. it's okay, but I don't know. There's a good Greek spot right over here. Rodini I've Park. Had, Rodini Park's badass. Yeah, and then I've, I've had really good Israeli food out here. LA's got great food, but when they fuck up, they fuck up hard. Yeah. I yeah. had a pizza delivered once, or I went and got a pizza for a pool party, and I was like, I'll be a hero and get a cheese pizza large for the party. Everybody who ate it got vicious diarrhea. Wow. Well. <laughs> I mean, we we're like shaking and standing in line for the bathroom and like people like shit themselves. It was bad. One of my proudest party moments is when you and me showed up with like $40 and snack cakes. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. Them out. Everyone cakes. was so happy. Yeah. I like hid them all over the house because it was this guy's birthday. I put like <laughs> one under his pillow, one in his sock drawer. <laughs> it probably melted. <laughs> it was fun. Nothing's like a good old star crunch. I had an entertainment oh, bonanza week. If I can do a little humble yeah. brag here, yes. listen to this. Listen to this entertainment laden week. Disneyland on Thursday. Today's the next Thursday. Disneyland on Thursday with Henry and Natalie and Jack. We saw Star Wars Land. It was fucking cool. Star Wars Land. Star Wars Land was cool wow. as shit. Oh man, yeah, you know, I didn't even ride the ride, and I loved it. You didn't ride the ride? No, I, I didn't want to wait online. Too tall, right? Yeah, too big. <laughs> That happened to me in Harry Potter. So sad. Talk oh. about embarrassing moments. Well, it's all for like little kids. You'd break the ride. No, it's not for little kids. It's for adults. It's like a roller coaster. It's a lot of fun. And no. like, they couldn't snap me in. But that's fine. I'm going to lose 10 pounds <laughs> and I'm coming back, universe. Coming back for your fucking ass, Harry Potter. You think the, you faltered me one time. Oh, I'm going to get you, you little four-eyed oh, freak. Oh, you sound like a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I am a Hufflepuff. All right, anyway. Uh, I'm a Slytherin. I took a quiz. So yeah. I'm a Slytherin. I'm Gryffindor. You're Gryffindor? Yeah. I, don't, I just call myself Hufflepuff because I feel like that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I cousins in town, which were great. We all went and saw Cindy Lopper, Cindy Lopper with an orchestra at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh wow! Like thirty bucks. They couldn't because it was two nights and they couldn't sell all the tickets, so the, the prices dropped. Yeah. And we all went for like thirty bucks each. It was so much fun. Nice. I don't even know Cindy Lopper. I know like the few. I love True Colors. True yes. Colors. Through. What happens to the people that paid full price? Do they get their money back? I don't know what happens to them. They probably have better tickets anyway. Better seats. But like the all the way of I, I was all the way up top because that was like all undersold. But that was great. And then afterwards, liquor milkshake at the Roosevelt Hotel. Got to do that. It's a good if you ever at the Hollywood Bowl. Take a walk down the hill after the show. Go to the Roosevelt Hotel. Get yourself a liquor milkshake. Perfect cap. To a wonderful evening. Nice. nice. They also have a bar in the back of the hotel that's a little hidden. That place with the bowling alley. Oh, I didn't see the bowling alley. Oh, yeah. They have bars hidden all over that place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like a little sneaky oh, come over here. Keep going what you were saying. I, yeah. I put... Oh, no, it's fine. It just, it's just like a little like, oh, I shouldn't be here. Oh, yeah. It's like haunted. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the ghost of some girl who didn't make it there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the city. The city like. It, it's like the, a weird bellhop. Yeah, yeah. It needs the blood of virgins to keep moving. All right. Then I saw Gary Clark Jr. at Jim Henson Studios, which was really cool. I've been trying to get in Jim Henson Studio my whole life. Just like try to get in there. Let me in. It was so sad. I, like, I just wanted to get in the buildings, but they wouldn't let me. I got to go back. I got to get in those buildings. I got to oh. see those Muppets. Were you yeah. too big to get in the building? No. <laughs> <laughs> the Muppet building? Only Muppet doors. Yeah. <laughs> my name's Mr. Piggy. Um. <laughs> oh yeah miss piggy what's mr yeah. piggy like yeah. he's like a womanizer get away from my wife frog <laughs> <laughs> steve martin martin short at the greek man all right 
I like have been having a problem with comedy lately mm-hmm. and fuck, they were great. It like made me realize like why I like why I'm doing this. That's and, like, great. And, like, it was just like, it was, like, oh yeah, that's right. You can just have fun forever. Wow. They're like 73 and 69. Martin Short's like practically doing backflips all over the stage. Wow. They're so funny. They did two hours and it's just joke, 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 joke. And it was, I was so impressed. Yeah. yeah they, were just, they were unbelievable. I laughed the whole fucking time. It was so funny. Julie's like, Julie was there. Well, Jeff brought us cause Jeff and Martin short are the same agent. So we got to go. And, uh, Julie went and she's like, oh, I see Carl Reiner. I'm like, you don't see Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner's about to die. And then I turn to my left and I see Rob Reiner. Oh, I was like, holy no. shit. <laughs> Did you get wow. to meet him? No, no. He wow. walked right by. What but I like? got to meet Martin Short. That's cool. And I stood next to Steve Martin. Oh, you're too yeah. scared to say hello. I didn't want What am I going to fucking say to him? I, paintings? What he likes I, paintings. Do you like? I didn't know he likes paintings. Yeah, he's an artist. What? I love yeah. his character. He does this. Uh, he used to do this character in a fat suit. I forget the name. But he made a movie of it, um, and he would interview celebrities. Oh, Jiminy Glick, Martin yeah. Short. Yeah, Martin yeah, Short. Yeah, he, he did some Jiminy Glick oh, did stuff. He? That's my favorite. I love that character. Jiminy Glick's so funny. <laughs> oh! That's a horrible impression, but well, he's so happy. I'm glad you had a good time. I saw a show this week that was so bad, I walked out and I thought about quitting comedy. Oh! And I man. won't name the comic on air, but he was ran the light about 20 minutes, mm. and then just kind of got really flabbergasted on stage, didn't tell a single joke, famous comic. Yeah. And... Uh, it was so bad I uh, walked out and I was like what am I doing what am I doing were you there were you on the show too or you were just watching I was just watching I like to go to comedy shows and just watch support Mm -hmm. shake hands be like hey I'm here and then you usually get booked on it like two or three shows down the line yeah uh, which is another reason why I go and uh, it was uh, it was bad ugh hate that shit I hate that, especially when they're like famous and they're just riding off being famous. Yeah, and he's been working for years, you know. Hi, I'm Amber Nelson, and I like to brush my teeth. Packing your toiletries somehow always involves a delicate game of stacking and space hacking. And don't get us started on lotion exploding all over our drop kit. That's why Quip electric toothbrushes work just as well at home as they do on the go. The compact and wireless design tucks easily in the corner of your carry-on, or your back pocket if you're just spending the night, (laughs) like I do sometimes. Plus, the travel-ready cover protects your brush from the sandy swimsuits and luggage slip-ups. And three-month battery life will last through a season filled with weekends away. They're making it easier than ever to keep up with your wake-up and wind-down routine when you're out of the office. Sensitive sonic vibrations for an effective clean that's gentle on your sensitive gums. Why? People brush too hard, and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive. Built-in two-minute timer pulses, every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and to help you clean your whole mouth evenly. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health. 75% of us use old, worn-out bristles that are ineffective. Quip is one of the first electronic toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals, and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. I like the feeling it leaves in my mouth. And I know that I can clean the whole gosh darn thing quickly, even when I'm a little tipsy and I don't know what I'm doing. 
And it's a really good toothbrush. Like some of the stuff you get at the grocery is all plasticky and it just goes into the ocean. It's, it's bad for the environment. That's why I love Quip. And I'm taking it to New York in October. No big deal. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash brighterside right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash brighter side. Video game people, do they have sense of humor? I don't know. Yeah, they got sure. sense of humor. Usually yeah. it's really like if you ever go on Twitch mm-hmm. yeah. and listen to those people, it's usually a lot of like, uh, you know, a lot of like uh, homophobic humor, oh, like funny. humor that belongs in like 2002. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there's also great Twitch, Mr. Holden McNeely's Twitch right, channel. Right. My roommate. Find- yeah, uh, want to plug it? I don't know his channel, but oh, uh, not good uh, enough to know the channel. <laughs> I think it's Tumbledore, Tumbledore, something like Tumbledore. that. I kind yeah. of fell out of video games after uh, Super Mario. Whenever it game became 3D, I just like didn't know what I was doing, and I'm just too much. Too much. I don't know. I go read a book or walk outside. Yeah, 3D, real life. Yeah, real life. Yeah, <laughs> 3D video games called walking outside and talking to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One last show I saw last week, big week. I just randomly buy tickets all the time, and they all just happen to fall in one week. Went and saw Thunder Pussy, which you would love, Amber. You got to check out Thunder Pussy. Sounds great. Four chicks, glammed out, rock and roll. Fucking two of them are dating each other, like kissing during the show and shit. Wow. Fucking badass chicks. Go see Thunder Pussy, and then they open for Black Pistol Fire, which is my favorite live band. Wow. I'm a big, huge Black Pistol Fire band. If you get a chance to see them, do it now before they blow up. Tickets are still only like 25 bucks or on tour. Go check those fuckers out. They're like what the Black Keys used to be. A bunch of badasses. That's great. I love that I shit. I should go see more live music. You really inspire me to go do that. I love it. We saw Tank and the Bangas together. Yes, we did. How much fun was that? Yeah, it was fun. And then the second band, like the, they were opening for this other band, and the, the other band was a great band, but after Tank and the Bangas, everyone was like, I, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was one of the best live shows I've seen. Yeah. They're um, badass. They put out a new album. You should listen to it. That's great. It's very chill, though. It's not like the show we saw at all. It's very laid back. Uh, check it out. But anyway. I saw a guy take a dump on the subway in New York City. That was one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Mm, live live music. Yeah. You had to pay a dollar from the stop. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I left New York City to go work on the burn. And I was gone for three months. And I came back. And the day I came back, I saw graffiti written in shit. <laughs> Oh my god! I forgot what it said. It said something awful, like we all die or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Just be like, welcome back to New York. Fuck. Shit graffiti. Shit graffiti. Uh, when I worked at Applebee's, somebody went in the bathroom and they took a turd and they drew a smiley face on the door. And uh, they tried to get, I think a server had to go clean it up. It was in the man's bathroom or, other, mm. or otherwise. I'd probably have to go clean it up because I was the youngest. But a server had to go clean that up and then wash their hands and then serve you food. Yeah, that's a, a server shouldn't clean it up. No. no that's gross. what uh, bus boys are for. Yeah. Get them out there. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. <laughs> All right. Maybe we should start the show. <laughs> we should start the show. <laughs> it sounds like we've all had great weeks. Yeah, it was a good week. I'm so happy. I'm, I, I love all you guys. I'm glad y'all had a great week. I got another big rock concert weekend coming up in late August. I'm very excited for it. But um, let's get to the show. First negative thing, loneliness. What's bad about it? 
How do you beat it? You know, what's good about it? Let's let's hear something. Okay, loneliness. You were, you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. I did. Yeah, you know, what you said, well, you've, it's been a, a year now since you've been broken up. Yeah, and like, oh, and like, it's important to sit in your uncomfortability. It's important to just be lonely and yeah. say, I'm lonely, and that's okay. Don't rush in anything. Just kind of sit with it for a second. Um, really figure out who you are. I mean, it, it's it's hard. I try to not drink a lot. I think the bad thing about it is I'll go get a bottle of wine and I'll sit on my front porch and I'll just drink a whole bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Can't do that. I've been replacing it with water. Yeah. Um, but I just like to sit outside. I have a dog. It sits by my feet or my roommate's dog. And I just like stare into the night. Sometimes my roommates come home and they're like, are you still here? And I'm like, <laughs> see, but though everything you just listed, I'm like, that sounds nice. <laughs> 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 It is nice. I mean, I can't be drinking a bottle of wine. No, not every night. No, not every night. But, you know, a lot of times, I don't know, I find drinking alone is better than drinking with people sometimes. You know, I I get my agenda. You know, I'm getting turned up. I'm listening to what I want to listen to. Yeah. I'm like, like, got my own thing going on. I do. There's no one saying, change the channel. You know, it's (laughs) like, I get to just enjoy this shit. Do it yourself. I do write my best bits on that couch. Like, I'll bring a paper and some pens Mm -hmm. um, and just write. I'll leave my phone because I don't want to know. I don't want to be like scrolling Twitter. That yeah. just makes you worse. Just sit. No, sit that, in it. it's so easy to do that too. Oh my god! Just like all, next thing, because you're like, oh, I'm working, and you're on Facebook. You're like, well, I need to know all this if I'm gonna work. I need to know this shit. <laughs> <No>. You know, <laughs> but it's always bullshit. You it know? is bullshit. And I go on the dark side of Twitter too. Like I find, I bet. oh my god, like there was this girl uh, or this page I saw. One of the things that strikes me, she's this pretty young girl, and she sits down and she's about to spread her legs. And then it said, all of a sudden, it cuts to Hitler in between her legs. And he's like, you want war? We have war. <laughs> Instead of her vagina, it's just Hitler doing a speech. <laughs> Same haircut. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I mean, it's weird with me because if, uh, going the opposite way, obviously, I've been in a relationship the entire time that you haven't. And I almost like, not that I don't love every moment I spend with Julie, but I also like the moments I spend without her. Yeah. You know, I, I, I truly do. I do. Like I can, although today was lonely and shitty, but like, you know, sometimes it's just some, I just need complete silence in the dark, staring at a wall yeah. in order to cure me. Sometimes. Absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. I see that a lot, but there was like example, like 4th of July and like, we were all hanging out, great time, and then everybody like couples off and goes home with their spouse or whatnot. And I'm like, no one wants to hang out. <laughs> and they're like, no, I'm gonna go to bed. And I just, I'm like, oh. And then you just kind of like take the train home, and you're like, well, <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll just. The sit. brighter side, your fun doesn't have to stop like theirs does. You can go. You're right. I mean, I did go to a bar after that, but it was just like a bunch of weird guys. And I've had a lot of men think I'm a prostitute lately. Right. Yeah. It's probably because you talk to them. Probably. <laughs> and I'm alone in a bar. Well. Probably. I had one guy straight up be like, are you a worker? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Did you hit him? <laughs> you can do that. You can hit people. No. Hit them no. with your telephone purse. My telephone oh, purse. Oh, yeah. Now you got your telephone purse. You know, you beat someone with a telephone. Pick it up weapon. and bop them on the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You get lonely, Ed? Uh, Yes, I do. But um, 
I look at it like a grass is always greener no matter what situation you're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, as in life, I don't feel lonely, really. I have um, two roommates that are friends. I I work with two people every day. I don't work by myself. I have family back home. I have friends here. So in that sense, I don't feel lonely. Um, but in a relationship sense, I do. But again, I'm kind of enjoying the independence because I've always been someone in relationships yeah and it's been about a year for me um and I actually kind of like it I like not having to check in with people I like being able to just you know go to Barnes and Noble at like nine at night not tell anybody like yeah, grab a okay. coffee like go to this bar by myself do you like, work for Barnes and Noble um I'm trying to save Barnes and Noble <laughs> I'm trying to save them you know they're in failing business yeah. a lot of lonely people in Barnes and Noble I'll tell you that ones. but you know what I like to do when I'm lonely is I go to the grocery store and I just walk around. I look at like all the different applesauces. I'm like, oh, that's chunky applesauce. It's creamy applesauce. <laughs> you got to know your applesauces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look at the yeah. pastas. Tell me which ones have like no sugar in they them. They've got I, lots of sugar. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be healthy, but I feel like sugar is in every. Do you people... know what's a good opening line for you at uh, Barnes & Noble? What? You used to be like, I don't know why people want open borders. I always like Barnes & Noble myself. <laughs> Oh, your opener. <laughs> I'm trying to get it. I don't know why people like open borders. I like Barnes and Noble myself. Well, because borders closed down. Oh, R.I.P. The bookstore. The other bookstore. Yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was like an immigration thing, which it is. It's it is. A play on the, words. It's a play on words. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's only kind of good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I love bookstores. I found a book this week because I'm like, I was itching to read a fiction book and I was like, I want it saucy and smart and I want a strong female lead and I want just a wild story. And I go to this bookstore, used bookstore, and I found it exactly what I wanted. It's the same writer from uh, Valley of the Dolls. Ooh, oh, those really, are, she's a good writer. She's a very good writer. It's yeah. called Once Is Not Enough. Ooh, and I this, like it. the character is like, the characters are phenomenal. 56. That's enough. Uh, all right let's move on to our next one anxiousness anxiety anxiousness we kind of touched on this in a recent episode um about uh panic attacks so obviously it's something we've been thinking about uh what's bad about it what makes you anxious uh what do you do when you're anxious what's good about it i mean if i was to say what's good about being anxious is at least you know you fucking care about something. Yeah. You know, at least you're not just nihilistic, staring into the nothing. You know, you you can you you have you know thoughts and feelings and emotions and goals if you're anxious. Yeah. You know, you're either like to me like you don't find. I mean, I could be speaking out of my ass and completely wrong here, but I feel like homeless people aren't anxious. Mm. They're they're where they are. You know, yeah. it's like it's like you like people who you you're, I feel like you're not defeated yet. Yeah. If you're anxious, you still got some fight in you. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like you can use that to kind of conquer whatever you got going, whatever you're upset about, whatever you're anxious about. That's great. What yeah. a great thing to look into to, to like flip it like that. Yeah. You, so you're not ready to, you're not giving up yet. Not if you're up. anxious. Yeah. You, you, you want to, you want to go, you want to, you want a little, you got a little, you're putting up your dukes. Yeah. Life. Cause <clears> life is a hard boxer. Yeah. What, what makes you anxious? What gets what gives Sometimes you Sometimes I'll just be like in my head and I'm like, things I can't control now. And I'll be like, am I going to be 90 years old and lonely and crying or something? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's take a step back. You are here 
right now. Mm-hmm. You are, you know, laying in your bed in a bathrobe. It's okay. Like, get up, take a shower, and, like, just do one thing at a time. You know, like, if I want to go to the gym, I don't think go to the gym. I think just put your socks on. Yeah. Okay. Now just put your fanny pack on. All right. Now just get your keys in there. Now just go. And then before you know it, you're at the gym. Mm-hmm. I feel like as long as you're cognizant, no matter what age you are, uh, you have the ability to not die alone and not do as long as you like, unless you're like confined to a bed, you know, and you can't move or whatever, or your brain's fucking gone. Yeah. But if you still got it, I mean, you have to work at it your, yourself. You got to go to meetups and shit, but there's plenty of places for you to go no matter what town you live in. My mom used to do them. My mom used to run them. You know, there's places to go. You can you can work on this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, you go play bridge. And if you're not into that, there's other meetings and shit. There's plenty of things you could do. Plenty of things. I yeah. think I'm an extrovert. I think that's a problem. You love going out. I love going out. I love talking to people. But as soon as it's like lights out, you have to sit alone, I get anxious. Really? Yeah, I get yeah. really, I don't like that feeling at all. I want like crowds. I want people. I want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a little bit that way too. I think. Yeah. So I usually, if I'm in bed, I listen to like a podcast or music. I don't really, I'm not really by myself with my thoughts much anymore. Like it's kind, of, I don't know if it's because I live in a city and I am so used to the, the noise and I just need it all the time. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I'm similar to that. Uh, but I find with anxiety, I used to get a lot of anxiety. Um, but what really helped me was just doing scarier and scarier things. Really? Yeah. Like roller coasters and stuff? Stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, just like traveling by myself. Unprotected sharing sex. Living, sharing, sharing needles. Sharing needles. <laughs> <laughs> um, just doing, getting out of my own uh, box, getting out of the, getting out of the shell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, has helped because then it's like, it's almost like a maturity thing. Maybe. That's great. And I have a story about it. You have a little character, a little thing to add to your little house of a spirit. Yeah. Like I, I this is a, a personal thing, but I, for a little bit. As a teenager, I had um, a shy bladder. What's a shy bladder? And that's when you can't pee around people. Like, it's a weird psychological thing mm-hmm. where, like, I don't know what caused it. Um, but, what about uh, dogs? Dogs? I could, yeah, I could probably pee around dogs. But uh, <laughs> Can you pee on a dog? What if I, if I paid you how much money? $100 for you to pee on a dog? I don't want to say it on, I don't want to say it so someone could hold me to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but it wasn't until I moved away and like I, I, I lived at a, I worked for like a, a I, I, I was basically traveling. I had to, you know, pee on airplanes, pee on buses, pee on trains. And then it just went away mm-hmm. because I had to just get yeah. over my own anxiety. Sometimes you just have to like slap yourself and just be like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And not to downplay any actual serious things, but this, it's, I thought it was like a, it was a, an anxiety that was just all of my own. And I was young. I was like maybe 12 or 13, but things like that. Yeah. It's not, it's not a relatable example, but it, it's, it's. Pee shy. Pee oh shy. yeah. No, I, it's, I remember, um, <laughs> it's going to sound so, I remember the, the first time I ever spent the night in jail, mm-hmm. I, uh, the next day I was playing cards, playing spades with a couple of my friends who I was in there with because we got pulled over for some weed and they took us to jail mm-hmm. and we're playing spades with a guy who murdered his brother. And, uh, okay, cool. and we're sitting there, we're playing spades with them, you know, we're, we're having fun. He was actually kind of funny. And uh, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> for a brother murderer, he was very funny. But was the, did the brother have it coming? I didn't. 
I didn't you didn't have, go into I it. I didn't want to. I let him tell me what he's going to tell me. <laughs> but we're playing cards, and I'm like, I got to pee. So I stand up to go pee, and the toilet's right next to us. You know, yeah. like, right. it's just a toilet next to the table we're sitting right. at. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go pee. And I go stand up, and I'm just like. And then one of my friends is like, you all right over there, Ed? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> uh. Did you have to hold it in the whole night, or did you wait till the lights out? Or uh, no, I eventually peed in a little while. But, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, we we got in there at the nighttime, and then I spent the next day, and I got out there, got out early evening the next day. Wow! So we were we were in for like twenty four hours total. Yikes! Okay. Does it, it smell like urine in there? No, it was like a tiny, tiny jail. Like mm. it was in Bluntstown, Florida, Calhoun County jail blunts wow. down and you got arrested for weed come bl- on like literally a blunt they found one blunt <laughs> in our car rolled in Bluntstown. they caught us in a speed trap that literally led us into the police station that was on like it was a mobile home the police station was a mobile home it was not connected to the ground or had cameras it didn't have secure. The police station did not have security cameras. Horrible. Yeah, and we went. They actually, when they pulled us over, they literally said, "Are you a bunch of college boys?" Huh? Oh, <laughs> they literally no. said that. Oh. <laughs> Florida's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We drove. It was spring break. We drove from Tallahassee to Panama City, and this town, Bluntstown, with the speed trap. If you're ever doing that. There's a speed trap in Bluntstown. Slow the fuck down. Yeah. They're going to find your blunt and take you to jail for the night and give you six months probation. The uh, probation officer loved me, though. She never made me do anything because I looked like her son-in-law. Oh, God. And so she was just like, she's like, you're cool. I like you. Don't worry about coming back. I was like, great. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> well, they need their money, so they'll give you any kind of ticket. All yeah. these little fines and tickets. Oh, that's how it's a whole. It's the reason this town stays afloat. I hate yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's putting people. And the only person they strip searched was the girl. What? Oh my yeah, God. it was the only out of all four of us. And was it men strip searching her? No, no, they had a woman strip searcher because we obviously were like, "Fuck that shit," you know, like yeah. yelling she, about she it. She probably enjoyed stuff. it. Oh God, yeah. Were they, but, were they originally going to be like the men will strip search the girl? Mm-hmm. <gasps> no, 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 not originally. I'm sorry, I, 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 oh, okay. I said the wrong thing. They were like, they were, they were like, all right, well, I'm afraid we're gonna have to strip search you. And I was like, I was like, well, you ain't gonna strip search her. Like that. And yeah. then uh, they're like, well, we have a female officer. And like, they had to like bring her in. And meanwhile, they didn't want to, they didn't bother with any one of us. Was she the only girl? Yeah. They there probably was three thought dudes and one girl. Probably thought she's like a mule or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But it doesn't matter. It's still fucked up. Do all or none. Yeah. That's yeah. A, it. Do, I, you know, that's a, that. It, once you just pick one, then it's, then it's weird. You know, no. but if you do all of us. Yeah. That's fine. But mm. needless to say, a little anxious that night in jail. Yeah. <laughs> I remember just staying awake and just like, because my buddy was was beneath me and we had to share a cell with two other guys who were fucking shady as hell, obviously, because we were in jail. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I remember just like staying awake all night, like staring at him, just like like begging them to like do, you know, do something because I was being so irrational mm-hmm. when they were just like, when I find out in the morning, just like fine gentlemen oh. who were just well, in yeah. there, who were just in there for murder. how you doing ed larson here from the brightest side to talk to you about stamps.com no one really has time to go to the post office you're busy who's got time for all that traffic and parking and lugging all your mail and packages it's a real hassle 
That's why you need Stamps.com. You know, it's one of the most popular time-saving tools for small businesses. Stamps.com eliminates trips to the post office and saves you money with discounts you can't even get at the post office. They got all them sweet stamp deals over at Stamps.com. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Post Office right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products like pet rocks or posters, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a box if you're scared of talking to people. It's that simple. With Stamps.com, you get five cents off of your first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. What? That's nuts. Not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. <laughs> Don't even get me started on postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. No wonder that 700,000 small businesses already use stamps.com right now our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the home page and type brighter side all caps one word baby brighter side that's stamps.com enter brighter side you love it get some stamps send some stuff make people happy everyone likes mail Next topic is rage. 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 I'm going to keep doing it. What's good about it? What's bad about it? And a time you experienced it. What's the time you experienced rage? I think that's what the people really yeah. want to hear. When, when was the last time you had rage? You ever... Uh... My ex would have a lot of rage. Yeah? Um, And he would always like get into fights with people or like uh, mm-hmm. we'd be at the... We were at the airport one time and the heat was like asked to be searched and then I think some some like a hand brushed against his ball sack with his pants on, mm-hmm. and he freaked out. And he said, "I'm going to kill everybody in here." Well, that's not going to work. You know, it's not going to help. And I was like, "You can't." I was like, "You can't say these things. Like you're you're not going to fly." And he's like, "I feel like you're not on my side." And we were just all he's always getting into fights mm-hmm. with everybody. Like at the airport, we'd miss flights. Uh, there was one time like my baggage was held up because of him. Um, yeah. And he would just, he would always be like, I'm going to kill everybody in here. And I was like, you can't say that. He's like, you're, you're not on my side. And I'm just like, if you say these things and scream them, uh, you were never going to fly again. Yeah. Bye bye comedy They're going to put you on the list. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Never. He got I'm surprised really he got away with it. I'm surprised. He, I'm going to kill everybody in here. Yeah. You can't say that at airports. You can't say that. You can't say it at the bank. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that in a bar. No. it's you. Arguably, you can't even say it at home. Unless you're alone. <laughs> <laughs> but you can stay at it at Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty I sure. I just bought... <laughs> yeah, they're like, please, kill me. We need the advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta read one more fucking book! <laughs> <laughs> I used yeah. to get in a lot of fights when I was a kid. Like, before uh, pot. I used to get in a shit ton of fights like oh. all the time. It was just like, I would, I remember I, cause my dad didn't care or my mom and my mom didn't care if I got into a fist fight. Cause it was just like part of how they grew up. Yeah. You know, it was fighting all the time. So they just figured that's how you grow up is you get into fist fights a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So 
not getting in trouble for it kind of opened and being really big kind of opened the door to like never taking any shit. Now I wasn't a bully, but I didn't like if so, I would, I would definitely like make someone fight me if I felt like I didn't like them enough or if I saw them do something bad or something like that until like I learned how to calm down and like misdirect that rage. And I think football mm. might've had a lot to do with it too. Yeah. I got to run it out. Yeah. I was, a, I was a nasty kid. Cause I kind of, I grew up in like kind of like a rough elementary school and nobody liked me and I didn't like anybody. And I would, I had a mouth on me and mm-hmm. yeah, it was you awful. Go. Yeah. I was, always, I was always getting in trouble and it wasn't until I, uh, got into uh karate oh yeah that really gave me like a then i i totally changed i it, like transformed my that's great entire personality yeah that's the reason i go to the gym i go to the gym <laughs> like three four times a week just from like to let the rage out yeah i go i like run laps because there's a lap thing and then i go lift weights and then go run like keep lifting like keep a mismatch of like running and lifting um, yeah. And I'm just like a worn out dog at the end. I'm like, good. Yeah. I ran it out. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I guess all the meditation we did. And I don't know. I mean, I was like 12. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I have a, I have a funny story about rage. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was little, I think I was like, I don't remember five or no, six or seven or eight. Um, I went to a theme park at the beach um, and they had bumper cars and seaside wildwood i think it was wild it was wildwood that sounds fun yeah Um, wildwood's awesome yeah uh watch the tram car please yeah watch the tram (laughs) (laughs) so i guess my parents kind of raised me like an amish child or something but i I didn't know what bumper cars were i never saw them i've never seen them i had no concept of them and they threw me on they're like here eddie go have fun on the bumper cars so i'm in the bumper cars i'm driving around all happy wham someone backs you know bumps into me I start panicking. All these people are bumping into me. I start, I'm I'm screaming at people. I'm giving people the finger. I'm telling them like, stop like effing bumping. I'm like getting real angry. Everyone around me, my whole family's laughing. They're laughing their asses off. I'm like stressed. I didn't get it. I didn't get yeah. that the whole concept of bumper hearts was to just bump each other. Yeah. And I wasn't, that was the most anger I've ever felt in my life. And and, oh. and then everyone thought it was adorable. Everyone thought it and was it funny. It just made you even more furious. I know, yeah. It was... Sometimes an angry person's really cute in a yeah, way. Yeah, an angry child, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. like that little guy at the bagel shop. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you saw that, the the yeah. guy at the bagel no. store last week. Little went, person? Yeah, little. He wasn't like a dwarf, but uh, he was like 5'2". Right. You know, and he, went, he was at a bagel store and he went crazy. And Whoa. someone like like told him to, to pipe down or whatever, and he's like, "Pipe down!" You know, he went. You know, I forgot exactly what happened, but he fucking flipped out until yeah. like then he started challenging people to fights, and some big dude fucking just strangled his ass. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, I felt so bad for. Him. I always, I get it, yeah. man. You snap. Yeah, you snap, and I always feel bad. Someone's always with those freaking cameras nowadays. I hate it. There's just like can't snap anymore. Like, like stressed out moms used to like you know scream at these people in stores, and that's not okay. No, but. When I watch those videos, I always feel bad for the moms. And I'm like, you know, they look like an idiot and like everyone's going to like harass them online. But like that woman's probably just had it up to here. Yeah. And they got her freaking McDonald's wrong or something. And she's just, just like throwing punches like yeah. that. Oh, man. You know? I saw a video of this woman that broke a window at a uh, Jamaican pie shop. Mm-hmm. And because they didn't have the right pie she wanted. And I was like, it's not about the pie. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, not about the It's pie. never about the chicken nuggets or the pie. No. no. I go nuts. If Verizon, I'm easily triggered. Oh, The Verizon God. store. I could I could go from zero to 100. God, oh, they're, the wor- they're the worst. <laughs> uh. Something good to say about Brooklyn or, or New York in general is there was a guy I saw have a, a, a breakdown. He was on the phone in public and he's like, what? No. Can't do this. No. Ah, ah. And he's just like on the phone and he just like puts his phone down and he just like screams and holds his head. And we all were like, you know what? We're going to let this man have his own little time. Oh, I mean, don't fuck with it. That's yeah. for sure. Nobody yeah. filmed it. Yeah, nobody filmed him. Nobody said anything. We all just like went and did our own thing. Yeah. And um, yeah. You know where filming shit started? Kramer. He was like the, he was like he was the original it, rage. He's the original yeah. rage getting oh. filmed and everything's over person. That uh. was, it was him. And you know what? I think back on that and I just think that he shouldn't been. I don't think he's racist. I really don't. I think that he's was provoked and he's not smart enough yeah. to come back with a clever response. And he's and not a stand up either. He's not a stand up. He shouldn't have been doing an hour. Shouldn't have been doing an hour. He shouldn't have been doing that's an hour. A he, long doesn't, time. he doesn't have an hour. He might have five minutes. And that's the thing with they throw in Screech on stage. Screech don't have an hour. No. Screech, Screech has got a couple stories and then he flips out and he stabs someone and goes to jail on Christmas. You know, like it's, <laughs> like, like, it's like you shouldn't. These people like stand up should be truly left to professionals. Yeah. Because that's like it's like you look at it. It's like these like the people have a track record of flipping out, going crazy, ruining their lives. You know, it's like it shouldn't be that. Every time I tell a man or a date that I do stand up, they're always like, whoa, like they're they can't handle it. And they're just like, I've always wanted to do it, but I'm too scared. And they, they, it just turns into the whole thing about them wanting to do stand up. And I'm like, please, yeah. no. Yeah, like, you don't have jokes, kid. You don't have jokes. Come on. Let's just <laughs> talk to each other and have sex later. Come on. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> right now you're ruining it. <laughs> I know. I had one guy be like, but I'm funnier than you right now. And I was like, all right, date's oh, over. There you go. No contest. I'm not having a contest. Here. I'm not hearing you. Yeah. And he's like, don't you like mean humor? I like being mean. And I was like, mean for an hour is not funny. No. It's not. It'll be funny for five minutes. For an hour, nobody's going to want to sit through that shit. Although I like Jezelnik. I like Jezenek a lot, but he's <laughs> he's mean in like a smart way. Yeah, yeah like I, I like know? Lisa Lamp- Lisa, like Lisa Lampanelli. She's yeah. the queen yeah, of mean. She, queen but of she's mean. got she's the queen of mean, but she's actually very positive. Right, right, right. Yeah. And like the mean people, like if you really break down their jokes, like Don Rickles, mm-hmm. he holds. I've, I saw Don Rickles live before he passed away. Me too. Oh, wow. So good. So good. So good. But what he does when he insults people, he holds their hands. Yeah. You know, like he's and he's like very positive and sweet. Yeah. He always ends the show talking about how much he loves his family and he sings a song about comedy. Yeah. You know, it's like he's actually very, very sweet and kind and nice. Yeah. He's not up there just being like, fuck all of you. That's how you get away with it. Yeah. You have to be nice in order to insult people. Mm -hmm. And like that's I mean, that's how I've always gotten away with it is just by being a decent human being. And then you get to slide one in on somebody. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're just sliding one in on people, then you're a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's good about rage? We didn't talk about that. Oh, what's good about it? Sometimes it's good to be scream. We're animals. Mm-hmm. Exercise. Take it out. You said you go to the gym. I go to the gym. Yeah. You can sweat that shit out. Yeah. Run up and down. Find a good channel for it. You know, if you, if it, you want to punch, go to boxing. Go boxing. Yeah. Don't no, go on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a that's I would say exactly what you said. Just it's an outlet for, mm-hmm. you know, channel that into 
to activity, you know, and physical exercise, physical exercise. And I think that's the reason why a lot of people are very rageful today is because we're very like, um, phone and TV culture, which is sitting down. Mm-hmm. Um, even 20 years ago, people would just get up and walk around when they wanted to go do something. Now you can get the food delivered to you. Yeah. You know, you can get everything delivered to you. You can sit on your lazy ass and then just whatever, get it done. You have to get up. You have to walk around. You have to like half the time I see people freak out. I'm like, you need to walk around the block and you need to get laid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you go back and listen to one of our old episodes, we talked to a teacher in Florida right oh. after the Parkland shit oh, went down. Wow. And uh, he was asking his students what uh, they felt might have sparked this. And they said fucking social media. The people oh, who are addicted to it and love it the most said social media did this. Wow. Yeah. You know, so it's just like you got to think about I don't know exactly what it is about it. I mean, we're all a part of it. Yeah. And it's just there's something that I haven't figured out why it's evil. I think it's just because, I mean, obviously, you don't have to see someone's face when you're being mean to them. Yeah. I feel like you're not going to be mean to someone if you're sitting in front of them. You have to watch them get hurt by your words yeah. right but if you just throw them across the internet willy-nilly you could give a fuck right you know but you know so i think that has a lot to do with it there should be oh, a yeah. class in school as they do in south korea where they teach you um uh proper etiquette on the and not etiquette but like proper management of the internet because yeah. it is important and we do need social media but only spend maybe a couple hours a day on it, an hour a day on it, whatever you need. You don't need six hours a day on social media. Man, That's crazy. I get updates on my phone telling me about how much I average, you know, looking at my phone per day. And anytime it's over like three hours, I lose my mind. Because three hours is a fuck ton. It's a lot of But time. I'm usually doing work and shit, like answering emails and stuff. So yeah. I can like, I can be okay with it in a way. But right. at the same time, you know, like that's a huge number. And if it gets higher than that, then it's really divisive. So three hours a day or so over seven days, that's almost 24 it's hours. One eighth of your day. Yeah. It's one eighth of your day. One eighth of your day. And after, after about a week, if you have a week of that, that's a whole day almost. Yeah. That's a whole day you wasted. 21, 21 hours a week. 21 I always hours. Wanted to I like, average. I always wanted to like throw my phone into like a. The, the water like have a moment where you're like done with it you're just like yeah. you ever see that in like movies they're just oh, like yeah. you know I would do that if it didn't have all my playlists on <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright last one we're running out of time here helplessness I mean helplessness I mean there's so many ways to feel helpless a lot of times you're not actually helpless but when you are helpless like I feel like helplessness can be tied in with grief you know, because like when someone dies, you're helpless. There's nothing you could do. It's fucking over. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, there's no way to fix it. There's no way to make, you know, like you talk to someone who like if you talk to someone, God forbid, who just been a victim of sexual assault, you're helpless in helping them. Mm-hmm. Even if you go kill the person who did it, they're not going to feel better because it still happened to them. Right. Yeah. So helplessness is just, it's a really fucked up feeling that I think is usually attached to something bigger. It is. I'll tell you about a time recently that I was helpless. Mm-hmm. I felt very helpless. That I was at a friend's house and I thought my card was, my debit card was stolen. So I canceled it. Come to find out it wasn't. I just left it there and I picked it up. But um, I tried to connect my Uber to my um, uh, credit card and 
come to find out I had the credit card enlisted in a different address it's because when I was couch surfing, I got a credit yeah. card, whatever. I didn't know that at the time, but nothing was connecting. Nothing was happening. And I had to go somewhere. And I was, Ugh. and I remember like, I was like, if I had a partner, if I had a person to help me, this would be so much easier. And I just had a breakdown in front of like my two friends. And I was like, it's not connecting. It's not connecting. Why isn't it connecting? I'm trying. And it's not about the card connecting. It's about like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out this situation alone. And yeah. they, I think I paid them in Venmo and uh, they ended up getting me an Uber just because I had to go to the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it was, that was a real helplessness of like nothing was connecting. I can't do anything. I'm crying. Yeah. I'm just freaking out. I mean, future reference. Yeah. I got your back. Thank you. you. Just, I called the Uber for you. <laughs> I get, you know, it's, I got a bride pass and everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Daddy. But yeah. Nice, and it's, it's never about, again, like with the patties, with the Jamaican patties that are breaking yeah. the way. It's never about the patties. It's not about the Uber. It's about something much, much deeper mm-hmm. of like having to figure out this problem by yourself for the and first being time. Being broke will definitely make you feel helpless. Oh, yeah. Especially because you don't want to be antisocial, but if you don't have enough money to go to a fancy dinner, then you can't go to the dinner. Right. And then everyone's like, oh, well, you're not hanging out. It's like, well, I can't. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? I yeah, can't. what are you going to do? But- Your friends are all relatively financially the same. Like, if, if my friends were all going out to Chateau Marmont every night to go drink, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be friends with them. Friends. I mean, I'd be acquaintances with them, but I can't afford to go to Chateau Marmont and spend $300 every night. I have friends like that. They make a lot more money than I do, and it's like, you know, I always feel like I'm like the scrappy, like fun friend. Like yeah. The, the, you know, like, oh, I got my little, my ways about me and how to survive. They find it funny. They find it know. funny. But I never yeah. want people to pay for me. Like, that's No, not I hate style. that. I hate being yeah. paid for it. But it's stressful when they're like, let's go here. And you're like, well, well I got to like, save like for the next two weeks just to, and it's at some point you're going to be like, no, I just don't want to go. Yeah. But then there's always that feeling of like, well, life is short. I don't want to be antisocial, you know, so it, it sucks. There you yeah. go. Yeah. That's why for my birthday, I picked us all going to like. Um, yeah, it was a great idea. Yeah, like I, I want to do a fancy thing. I did it on my own because I don't want to bring my friends to a fancy place and make everybody pay a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable, um, but I'll do it on my own, you know. And in fact, when you do it on your own, it's actually not a lot of I think I $60. Yeah. You know, which isn't it's a lot, but not a lot for like a birthday dinner for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And then the next night I went to like a dive bar with everybody. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was a great time. Awesome. Eddie got a bowl of um got a, a scorpion bowl. Yeah. What's that? Oh yeah, it's a big bowl. You go to the tiki bars. I like the big bowls of the tiki oh, bars. Oh, I love the bowl drinks. Yeah, and it's real big and you get, they give you like six straws and it's you know, and like the, the straws are like real long. They can kill big ass turtles. Uh, they can kill <laughs> ninja turtle the straws so long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and we all sang happy birthday because they lit it on fire and I blew it out like a candle. It was really funny. Oh, it was fun. And then wow. we made her drink the fire liquid. Oh. Did you drink it or did Emily drink it? I don't know. I think I drank some of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I found the bouncer and to tie it up from the beginning. Oh, he's so funny. The bouncer was like a, just, he's a funny looking dude. He's just huge. He's a huge ripped guy with a big dark beard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You showed me a picture of this guy. Yeah. He wanted to go out and he was like, let's meet in Pasadena. And then I, I was like flag. really far away. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You picking me up? What are we doing here? No. He has yeah. a car, but he's like, come meet me in Pasadena. And no, you like, have the car. No. Meet me where I live. Exactly. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, helplessness. I mean, this is the brighter side. I can't think of something good. Can any of you? I mean, you really use your ingenuity. Like when I was, uh, I say homeless, but I wasn't sleeping on the streets, but just kind of like bopping around. Yeah. I had nowhere to stay. I was really like, your brain sort of focuses up 
And you're like, this is what I need to do to get out of this. Sometimes yeah. it's nice to live in limits sometimes. I know it's like, it sounds, I mean, of course, everybody wants to be rich and never be helpless and be healthy. Yeah. But when there's like inevitable things that you can't help, sometimes you work in those limits and sometimes you can kind of like appreciate things more, you know, that's the only good side I can say. I mean, yeah. you know, but uh, like death, death is inevitable. We might as well just accept it. There's no, yeah. it's all going to come for us one day. You know, money, taxes. We all got to pay taxes. We're helpless with taxes. You know, yeah. we got to pay taxes, things like that. You know, just uh, maybe you can, you just accept it and then roll with it and roll with it and then keep moving on. Yeah. If you mm. can. So I don't know. That's the only brighter side I have to that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like you get real matter of fact. It's the only way yeah. to get out of helplessness yeah. is you just have to be like, you know, I can't fix this problem. This is what's going on. How do I, how do I work towards improving it? Right. Cause like, as long as you stay around, like thinking, woe is me, you're wasting time to getting better. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're like to, uh, as long as you are sad and like real beating yourself up, you're not, that's, that's not solving the problem. It's not. You're just, you're just postponing happiness. You know, you know, so to me, that's the one thing you got to work on with the helplessness. That's a great phrase. And we phrase. all, we all get in there. That's a yeah. great phrase. Uh, being sad and mopey is just postponing happiness. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Fix it. Yeah. Uh, worrying about shit is good if you're planning, but if you're in the process of doing it, don't worry, you know, just go for it. If something breaks, fix it. You can't let it, you can't let it win. You and, just, yeah, and that's just it. And people don't want to hang out with sad, mopey folks. Oh, and God, it's the just, worst. The worst. It's just gonna make it worse on you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll do it. I'll talk to you. I talked to my fucking cousin for an hour yesterday about some sad shit. Yeah, I'll do it. And of right. course, don't get me wrong. If but your parents, I can't just wait died. till she's happy and I can have a nice conversation. With her. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I had this person I knew, and they would always be like, "Why does nobody smile at me? Why is everything hard?" Because you're not smiling, fuckface. Because you're not smiling. Yeah. What do you expect? <laughs> just people, the world to give you gifts when you, you give dangerous. the world none? Or yeah. cha- change, you know? People, you know, people, they always say, oh, I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy. Then make yourself happy. Do something completely different, yeah. you know? Yeah. Even I know, like, if you have kids and it's harder, you know. Take but, the kids. Run to another state. Yeah. Just you got to you got to kind of have that like. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Don't do that. You gotta have... <laughs> oh, that's kids, exactly what I was going to suggest. Go to Iran. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a drone pilot. You know? <laughs> you know, you gotta be kind of like a little bit of a, you know, just like imagine yourself in a different life. Yeah, know. what is it like? And manifesting it really helps. Like I was staying at um uh this person's house. This is like six months ago. I had nowhere to be, and um I was sitting down outside alone, and I said, "What do I want?" I was just so sad and helpless and alone. I was like. What, how about how can I get out of this? What do I want? What do I what do I envision? And I said I want to pay less than a thousand dollars. I want to have roommates because I want people to talk to. I want to live in a house. I don't want to live in an apartment. And I want one of my roommates to have a dog, so that way I don't, I don't have to like financially take care of it, but I can love it. Right. And I want a big beautiful kitchen. All of those things came true. Yeah. Every one of those mm. things. And if one didn't, you'd have been fine. Mm-hmm. Anywho's. Yeah. I think that's our show, guys. Yeah. How's everyone? Anyone want to, what are you plugging these days? Eddie, what's going on with you? Uh, not too much. I have a short film I'm still trying to release. Uh, uh, I'm, I might be doing some 
improv show at some point or I'm you gotta try- let me know about that i'm trying shit. to be you, more you don't fucking tell me when you i know do i don't like to stuff. tell people anything I, i'm well, very that doesn't work i'm like very that. embarrassed it's about. never gonna work i know it. i know i gotta i gotta i gotta start putting myself out there you trust more. me if i know there's friends in the audience <laughs> i i'm funny no no, no. I, I, I work harder and i try and i'm gonna I, like, try an open mic soon and i will invite you because you have a loud laugh and, 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 and i need that i want to so, come see and amber of course uh nice. and then follow me on uh instagram at uh e-d-d-y-e-w-i-n-g nice Great. yeah and you can also um follow eddie's father patrick patrick at, uh, ewing yeah. <laughs> yeah he's uh he's doing good um he's a famous basketball player seven foot black man oh okay I'm just yeah. explaining to amber so oh, okay I was, like, <laughs> I was like yeah i'll follow your dad that sounds great um what's going on amber i'm amber smelson on twitter and instagram i always post my shows i post clips of shows i have lots of fun pretty dresses i like to put online so yeah there you go fucking a and um at eddie tunes underscore on twitter eddie tunes on instagram brighter side the brighter side lpn on twitter brighter side lpn on instagram follow us there uh i'm doing classy night out with henry part of pack con they have a pack festival at the pack theater that's going to be on saturday uh 10 p.m july 27th i believe it's free but you might charge it because it's a special show come and check us out there we got nick turner on that show and rob hayes it's going to be a lot of fun and me and jackie are opening for our last podcast on the left live at the hollywood forever cemetery on sunday uh you know this is probably coming out on friday so get your tickets come see me come say hi to me i love meeting people and i love being in cemeteries because it reminds me that I'm alive. Yeah. Um, taking us out this week is I got a little bit of a funk this week, and this took me straight out of it. So I wanted to share it with you guys. I was made to love her by Stevie Wonder. Man, Stevie makes me happy. If you're feeling down, give Stevie a shot because he will fucking do it again. He's fucking blind and he's singing about happy shit all the time and yeah. love. All the other love songs from those from those generations where I loved her, she left. Why are you gone? I miss your kiss. Stevie's with her, baby. Stevie's always got the girl and he's happy and he's singing about it. So give Stevie a listen. Enjoy yourself. Oh, and he's not feeling too well, so send him a get well shout out. He's not out. feeling well. He's gonna be fine, but, oh. he, but he's not feeling too well. He had to cancel some tour dates. Oh. So, so say hi to stevie and give him some positive energy and uh i will too uh love make sure you. you say hi and don't wave hi yes that's right that's right there's a, there's a problem with him <laughs> the old man's always mowing the flower bed Everyone- <laughs> <laughs> all right guys uh be good to yourselves this is the brighter side of cynics look at optimism and uh take care of your- everyone you love man and they'll take care of you too i promise and if they don't fuck them <laughs> <laughs> This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.